we go. 3, 2, 1. Start recording. Gabalipe. Yeah. Thank you for doing this, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> So, how how is everything there? How is everything with the whole quarantine thing? And uh, everyone's on lockdown. It's great. It's the best time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best time in the world. Yeah. Every, everyone's, everyone's outside. It took, it took us parang so 3 o'clock so mag, so it's so we got here mga 8 so mga 3 o'clock or before 3 kami na grocery yeah. 4 or 5 so it's like 4 or 5 hours for 4 or 5 hours for grocery runs and then everyone is outside doing their best to be outside ako yeah. I did my if I'm doing this whole uh, donation drive and delivering PPEs there yeah. are there are areas na I go to that I mean, I mean, there are a lot of people who are following the rules, but yeah. there are a lot of people who do not follow the rules. Nakaka-frustrate eh. So, parang ako mga Pilipino talaga. Diba? So, it's not so, just here then, but it's uh, uh, even outside of the Philippines. Meron pa nga na for protest eh. Oh, grabe sila. I'm like, diba? di ba ako ko na nangyayari? Like, are yeah. you, what's wrong with you people? I mean, they, I think, I think it's, it's not just the awareness. It's, People, people have so many sources of information. Na parang, yeah, they, and belief systems. Then belief uh, systems. Beliefs, principles are in place. Like, iba talagang tao. Eh. Ito diba? yeah. I'm like, okay. A- ako, I, I see. I, I do my best to look at it from the point of view of both parties, like people yeah. who, who who do not understand what's happening. And ayan, I I get to deliver. Uh, help for frontliners and doctors and iba yung iba yung sigh of relief nila iba yung tuwa nila kasi now they could they could do their jobs better and, yeah. and some of the people i know from other countries nag nag nagwawala na sila or parang they're very they're growing very very worried kasi they don't know how to handle this anymore in yeah. terms of of transmission and infected people and they don't know na Baka maya maya, lahat pala tayo, meron na. Diba? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Especially with the amount of time that we also go out or when we have to go out, some groceries. Mm-hmm. Kasi those are the, normally the only places that we can really go to. Like, mm-hmm. na pagkain. And then, hindi mo din alam kung sino din pumupunta dun. Whether they're infected or not. So, 50-50 lagi. 50-50 talaga yung, ano, 50-50 lagi yung... Yeah. Yung lakad mo. And, and I mean, yeah. and... So you have to on you do your best to do do whatever you need to do. Tapos wala pagka meron talagang pasaway wala kang magagawa doon, di ba? Di ba? Asel eh. Yun yung asel yeah. eh. So and it's great there it's great also there are people like you that actually really go out and uh, do their part and make donations and stuff and some of frontliners but there are also other people na uh, choose to do it from the comfort of their homes. Oh, you know? syempre, as long the mere as fact, may tumutulong, that, you know, that's, that's what's true. important. I said, the mere fact that you're staying at home, you're doing your part already. Yeah. Naman, uh, donate donate oppor- lang online and oh, stuff. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Yep. Ako naman, the opportunity just, just, la- just came to me and yeah. then the, the great people of Discover Manila, like shout out Discover Manila for doing this whole thing. I mean, they're doing it at at their own, alam yun, their yeah. own. I mean, these people are amazing. Sin ang galing ng initiative nila, ang galing ng yeah. ang ganda ng ng 
I mean, these are very, ano, very thoughtful people. I mean, the yeah. team behind, yeah, si Lucky, si Walter, they're very, they're very good people, very nice, and it's always an honor to work with them. So at least with his whole thing, we could, we could, we finally were able to do this, and we could talk, and we could, we could mm. swap stories, diba? So, mm-hmm. kasi, as much as possible, I want to make this like my online journal of sorts, dun sa mga, like, getting to understand and and digest and go through the process of of individuals of artists of great minds and then um what goes through their head so mm-hmm. in a way it will help me and then it will help whoever is going to watch this mm-hmm. diba? so, hopefully ako, yeah hopefully. <laughs> especially with my story diba? hopefully diba? at least and now we have we don't really have that much restrictions i mean my yeah. i don't really have any rules on my podcast and which and is which is and i want to keep it as conversational as possible so just if you want to talk about anything and then yeah we could just mm-hmm. tell your story ako naman kasi from a point of view of someone now, I, I, whoever is going to listen to this and then from the point of view of someone who doesn't have an idea of the process mm. and the learnings and the overcoming challenges, at least this will be, good, be a good resource for them. So at least you could tell your story. Like for example, <laughs> yeah, Urban Dub came from Cebu and then from yeah. Cebu to Manila. Like can you tell the story behind yeah, the transfer from Cebu to Manila and then what happened from there? How many minutes do we? How many? Uh, we can talk <laughs> 20 years worth. Of, <laughs> 20 years worth of Quento. I'm for at dito kahit gaano kahaba to kahit buong gabi tayo magkwentuhan dito. <laughs> See, um tw- uh, well, we started 2000. Uh year 2000 we started the band. But I've been playing uh I've been playing music since uh high school but never really took it seriously. Never even considered myself a frontman. I was always a guitar player. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, around second year college, I started working uh, I started working as a DJ for NU107 Cebu. And then mm-hmm. I met, so I had access to music, access to uh, local bands. And then one of the bands uh, uh, that heavily influenced me uh, was a band called Glitch. And actually, they got signed to a label and came to Manila. And then their drummer eventually became our drummer, then Urban Dub, si Janjan uh, Mendoza. Dosa. But um, it was through through them that I started uh, uh, dabbling in um, uh, management. So I, I was one of their first managers. And uh, when they started, uh, when they w- when they got popular and then they got signed to a label, definitely they had to move to Manila. They eventually had a new, a new management team. Na. And then I was left in Cebu thinking, na, hey, maybe I can start a band as well <laughs> and, okay. and, and play music. So, How was the band scene in uh, Cebu during it, it was It was great. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing about the Cebu music scene, though, we didn't see on a national level, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Advent din kasi yun ng, ano, eh, ng um, uh, digital recording. So, mm-hmm. a, a lot of bands had access to finally recording uh, their material without... Uh, uh, studio, right? Recording their material, but it, wasn't as, it was still expensive, but not as expensive as the big studios. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it was uh, digital, na, everything was uh, computer-based and whatnot. There was a studio there called Backyard Project Studios where we we'd hang out and 
um, record our, our 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 songs. We never really went. I never really went through even with Urban that we never really went through the cover phase. We did a few mm-hmm. few shows like that, but it was mainly because we really wanted to write original material. Because yun din yung uso in Cebu. Everybody mm-hmm. really, all the bands really uh, uh, wanted to come up with original material. So we grew up in that cult that culture of wanting to. Uh, it was all about art and being creative and like I said with backward projects too all bands different genres would converge in that studio mm-hmm. so we started learning from different artists from different genres from different mga philosophies and how how they approach their music whether it's reggae punk metal new metal mm-hmm. or or uh, kung ano man yan. so yun. and then around when we started we released our first independent album birth around 2001 we gained a following because we started playing the songs on local radio mm-hmm. and then eventually since it was being played on radio Manila band started hearing a few of our demos a few of our songs so when they go to Manila they 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 start asking about us like oh sino urban dub or whoever other bands were actually um uh making uh, uh, their songs for you know what I mean? And, and then, then, see, 2000-era, I mean, I, I don't know how, I mean, there was the internet, but it wasn't as big as it no. is now, diba? So it was how slow. Was, like, it was very slow, diba? <laughs> Dial up, pa nun, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, are, is there kind of, was there like a, mu- a music community starting yeah. back? Like, like from, because yeah. on a global sta- scale, or sabi natin sa Pilipinas, on a national scale, you can ha- you have Facebook groups, you have, diba? yeah. You have community boards, eh? So back then, wala pa masyado nun, diba? Wala pa. Wala. Well, wala masyado. But yun nga, yung studio na yun, Backyard Project Studios, that's where all bands would record. So, eh, bahay siya, eh. That's why it was ah, Backyard. So parang, okay. it was uh, uh, an old garage of the, the uh, Sir John Smuanya who owned the place. Kumbaga, he converted it into a studio. So all the bands would hang out, drink, eat. So kumbaga, and, and, yun, that's where it all started. Kumbaga. Yeah, it all started. So even if you're not recording, you would normally just go there and hang out and just out. drink. And you'll <laughs> always find somebody from a different band there hanging out. And then everybody just got close. So okay. yun, yung, yun yung parang naging community in a sense. Mm-hmm. Where we all learn from each other. And then yeah. to Manila, like from Cebu. When was, how did you, what made you decide na okay from Cebu I think we could grow this we're, we're getting notoriety I think it's time to capture a bigger audience <laughs> to be honest we had no plans of making it to Manila um, mm-hmm. because parang uh, para siyang suntok sa buwan eh, if you really think about it especially yeah. during that time plus That's the fact true. that during our, our our time when we were when we were starting out we were only three years uh, we released two albums. We were only a three-year-old band, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 2001, and then we released another one, 2003. Mm-hmm. So, parang uh, hindi in uh, Manila was far from our from our minds or making it or anything like that. We were just happy making albums or making songs. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, pero yun nga, when our songs would be out, we'd release the songs. People started taking notice from Manila. And then eventually we were invited to perform our first show in Manila by Myrene Academia from Sandwich, because she was a, okay. uh, uh, 
I think the program director for NU 107 Manila at that time. Okay. And then Francis Reyes. Uh, the classic, no? NU yeah. 107. <laughs> yeah. The, Francis Reyes from the Dawn, he, guitar player for the Dawn, he was one of the top DJs then in NU. He would, he'd play our songs in, in the raw. Mm-hmm. So, nagkaroon kami ng airplane in Manila. We got invited to Manila. We went to Manila. We uh, when and then you were asking me kanina about struggles. Mm-hmm. Now we, we we had to take a because we didn't have any money. We didn't have any mm-hmm. jobs. Uh, Lalay at that time and John, Lalay our bass player and then John Dinopol our guitar player were, were uh, still in college. Mm-hmm. I dropped out of college because I was already mm-hmm. working as a DJ or I was working odd jobs after mm-hmm. that. Uh, and then our drummer Jeros, parang uh, at that time was a. Uh, I don't know what his job was, pero feeling ko tambay. Tambay. Because he's inuma, because he's inuma mo sa So creative, ano siya? Creative, oh, creative wanderer. Free spirit, free spirit. Spirit, yeah. <laughs> free spirit. I think I, I, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't recall. I don't recall. That's 20 years ago. But parang uh, so we we took our chance. We we took a boat. Instead of a plane, we because it's cheaper to ride a boat to Manila, 24 hours, and then a boat ride, and then we even asked uh, sponsorship, uh, dun sa boat na yun, na, to sponsor us. Okay. But the trade-off was we have to play on the boat. On the boat, so, okay. So we played on in the boat without anybody watching us. While people, there are few people lang milling around watching. Kuray, kasi may, may show band yung boat. Eh. Okay. Pero okay. after nung break ng show band, oh sige kayo tumugtog. So tugtog naman kami. We played a ah, few covers, acoustic. Kayo lang. yung filler. Kayo yung... Oh, kami yung filler okay. parang ganoon. And then kakatawa nga eh kasi may iba natutulog sa tables, may iba kumakain ng itlog, tsaka kumakain ng mga noodles, <laughs> cup noodles while we're playing. Pero kami naman parang uh, okay. pure juice. <laughs> oh, right? Okay. But we're more more excited na you know, we're, we we've been given an opportunity to be able to to represent uh, Cebu, Cebu music in yeah. Manila. So, and it was a big NU107 event. And then yung lineup at that time was like all of the popular bands. Because it was a big event. Eh, sa, um, saan ba yun? Sa Marikina Riverbanks. Mm-hmm. It was a big event there. Slapshock played, I think. Uh, Slapshock. Col- <laughs> Color It Red. Color It Red played. Uh, I think Queso played. Mm-hmm. And... Greyhounds. Besides, it was a it was a crazy lineup. Okay. And then. Uh, Parang rock fest siya, ganun, Rock right? fest. Uh, uh. Yeah. So, kami uh, naman. We we knew that people in Manila were already familiar with our songs. A few of our songs that were there. So, but we didn't know that they were gonna react to us the way that they did when we started playing. Okay. So, medyo sumuka pa kami backstage before the event because we were so nervous. Nervous. Yeah, but when we started playing, uh, parang when we got on stage, it was like, uh, tara, let's just represent where we come from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then, yeah, from there, from that point, we got nominated for Rock Awards, so we came back, then we won Song of the Year. That was 2004. We started getting offers from labels. Na, and then, mm-hmm. and then you around, ended up siding with? Uh, EMI. 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 Yeah, my, that was a good one because uh, we were being shopped around with different labels were asking us. But among the labels that were asking us, it was only EMI who actually flew to Cebu. Cebu said, Tito, like, talk with us. We even met 
met with the boss there so in their uh ano uh their label manager um at the hotel and they were parang ano pa kasi takot kami sa labels eh parang mm. you know all those label horror stories when you sign oh. a major label that parang they're going to change your style or yeah and and i've experienced that na parang oh mm-hmm. we'll, we'll sign you to a label pero this particular song that you have pwedeng ganito lang yung style niyo or like can you oh. make songs like this and i'm like no if you're going to take our songs take all of it like this is what we have right okay EMI was the only one so we were being parang Ah, oh, total we can stay in Dinaman so parang we um we we told them na uh, okay we want to have creative freedom um mm-hmm. uh we're only going to make songs na we make songs and then the songs that we come up with yun lang yung i-release nyo you don't okay. don't ask us to make new ones na para hit song you know, you uh-huh. know what I mean so it was only MI that really most of the labels naman said yes to that uh or so, so or so we were told by our, our then manager but um, it was only in na parang we were kind of medyo cool sila kasi they even went all the way to Cebu yeah, to ask they us they went to Cebu para gawin nila yeah. so it's it's forming a relationship kumbaga yeah yeah na parang oy seryoso to mga to sa amin na so parang mm-hmm. okay so we tried our luck so why not if they're going to give us what we wanted then mm-hmm. might as well do that so we tried naman and um uh Eventually, we moved to Manila, and then from then on, you know, we've been uh, we've been living here since 2005. And then, can you like, like since we're in the no, parang this is something I wanna. I mean, as much as you, as much as you can recall, or like, yung especially if future musicians or future artists artists are going to watch and listen to this, like, what is like the process of like someone someone scouted you then someone is able to listen to your material and they have appreciation for it then lalapit sila sa iyo diba yeah. sabi sa oh we're, we're, you you sound good we want to offer you a contract or we want to sign you like what are the guidelines or in in, in as much as yung experience nyo with dealing with labels like how can you really negotiate a fair deal wherein you could be yourself but at the same time be mindful of the business aspect of it diba? i mean especially well ngayon kasi with the advent of technology and information you could release your own stuff diba? Pero yeah. paano yung mga, like how would you how would you suggest or what would you suggest when it comes to people who want to sign with the label versus people who want to release stuff on their own uh it's hard eh? for for me especially with the with this the, the music industry changed so much mm-hmm. already and if if a new artist would ask me what what would be the best move right now is if kaya mo naman i-release yung mga songs mo on all on your own with YouTube and um yeah, and Spotify, uh, Spotify or or SoundCloud or whatever just do that Total, you're gonna get a following anyway if the music is good. Um, mm-hmm. What you should, what an artist should really focus on is the art, not mm-hmm. the, not the, not the business side of it. When it comes, when 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 it happens, it's best to be educated about it and then do your own research. Because it, it it varies from different artists. Eh. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can go the label route or you can go the Chance the Rapper route. Na talagang mm-hmm. Chance hindi, the Rapper, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, which is, I think, 
this is the best time for an artist uh, as a musician because like you can you you can pick and choose where you want to go. If you go the label route, you have to make sure that the the label that you're with respects you as an artist and respects mm-hmm. what you come out with. Kumbaga will take you for 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 who you are and then hindi kanya babaguhin. Kasi depende niyan sa artist kung willing ka to compromise your art. Eh. If you're mm-hmm. that that type of artist, then go. If you're an entertainer and you just wanna uh, sing songs by other people, na who, kasi they, sometimes they would do that. If you're just really a really good singer, they'll give you producers and stuff like that. That's also an, a, a good way to express yourself. But mm-hmm. if you're a type of artist that you really write your songs and and ano, be with a label that will uh, give you all, uh, give you the creative freedom that uh, you deserve. Mm-hmm. And then, um, how about telling me, telling us the story behind, like from so from Man, from Cebu to Manila, and then now Manila and making it to Manila, making <laughs> it in Manila, pala, like, de mm. ba? Because sigurado may process yan eh. Hindi naman basta basta. Oh, yeah. we got nominated here. Yeah, and then, because yeah. you have to go through, you have to talk to so many people, you have to book gigs, you have to. You have to make yourselves known, right? Mm. Like, well, how was that experience? Uh, gigs, 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 and gigs. We, we just kept playing. Any any mm. gig that we could get, walang arte, could be the biggest gig ever. And then the next day, we'll play like really small shows, small barrios. It mm-hmm. didn't matter. Because in the so end was... of the day, for, yeah, in the end of the day, you you enjoy playing music. You know, I was lucky enough. I was with bandmates that. Just really enjoyed playing music. It wasn't about the fame. It wasn't about uh, uh, making money. Money mm-hmm. was secondary. It was really about playing music. Okay. So, kumbaga, everything else that came after that was just a bonus. Because when we came here to Manila, the first few times that we were here, we were, we were sharing a room. We we lived in um, we called it uh, no, we lived in uh, Sikatuna Bliss, it's, uh, mm-hmm. Building Eight in QC. Now we called it Pangagetominium. Getominium. building ba pero uh. you know what I mean? And then we take tricycles to 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 the venues, take jeeps, mm-hmm. take buses and with then, equipment uh, to, no? With yeah, equipment. and then oh. food uh, food diamond was uh, on a regular was uh, instant noodles. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't have anything to cook with so we all invested invested. Invested kami na yung yung panginit ng kape. Yung thermos. Yung, ano, oh, yung electric pot. Electric pot na yung uh-huh. may coil. May coil. So, pang coffee in the morning. Ah, yung ano sa iba. May coil sa, yung, sa, ano, sa ilalim. Uh-huh. Sa, ano, which was funny because when we cook naman pansit canton or noodles, you have to scrape the noodles from the the coil kasi <laughs> paminsan sumasabit eh, yung mga natitira eh. Oo, oh, pagka uminom ka ng kape, lasang noodles. Oh, lasang noodles. So, nagagalit ka pag, uy, pare, linisin mo naman yung, ano, after mo gamitin kasi... Paano ako magkakape kung... <laughs> uh, and then if we have money, if we, we, we're lucky enough na we were able to uh, get a gig that paid good, mm-hmm. well enough, ayun, pizza. Yun yeah. yung, yun yung price namin. Pizza! Yeah. Like small luxuries of ano, bad so, life. No? May pambili ng load to call home. Yung mga ganun. So it was a struggle. We, we were already assigned band, eh? Your major li- some some people think that no, when you get signed to a major label, it's like, all right, we made it. Right. Yeah, uh, no, no, it wasn't. It, well, at least for us, it wasn't like that. 
We really had to diba? scrape. Kasi at, at least now we're telling people of the process. Eh. Kasi hindi yung like like before we started doing this, but I I started hearing stories of people who don't understand the process or yeah. they don't want to go to the process. They don't appreciate the process. They just want. Diba? And you can't really blame them because everything is instant gratification. Ngayon, eh? Like you, yeah. you want something you, with just a click of a mouse or tap on your phone, it's there. So mm. all of a sudden now, people suddenly, when it comes to certain things, na yeah. you really have to put in the work. Yeah. Medyo dun sila, dun sila nagkaka problema, and then they they find struggle, and they couldn't yeah. really handle the the struggle and the stress that comes with the struggle. Yeah. So at least ngayon na ikita nila that. Anything good, okay, yeah. comes with its own set of challenges and its own yeah. set of problems. Diba? So, that's the, the that's the danger lang of the new generation now because everything is easy, easier for them, in <laughs> terms of how they can record their material. It's way way easier because you can have a home studio in just like snap of a finger. You can yeah. if you can afford it, if you can have, I know. And then uh, it's so easy for them now to put out their material. So sometimes yun yung balance. Yun yung nagiging balance paminsan of the good and bad. Sobrang dali for you to come up with your material or release it. Pero now paminsan nakakalimutan nila that there's a struggle that comes with actually promoting it. You have to humble yourself paminsan when it comes to promoting. You know, walang pile, walang pili ng gigs. Because um, as much as you can. Because the point of you coming out with art is to be able to reach out to people. So, I know. So the only best way to do that is actually go out and perform. And then, ito lang yun, ako personally, this is one of the reasons when when the sound of Urban Dub was so unique in its sense na, yes, it was it was a cert, it was a it belonged to a certain genre, but at the same time, it was able to cross over into other things. It was able to tap to other things like uh it was able to tap into emotions of people so parang how were you guys able to come up with the songs like what was the creative process behind it like from the writing to the conceptualizations kasi parang siyang rock na may hugot eh di ba I mean, it was well a lot of the songs were well were well written di ba ang ganda nung construction ng lyrics niya it was i mean Thank compared you. to the, i mean compared to the songs during its time and i was during that like 2000s it's it's ano eh parang iba yung lyricism ni Urban Dub compared to the other bands that's probably well in my opinion that was one of the things that set it apart from the rest diba because the 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 narrative was always it was actually telling a story so at least ayun what was like for example some of the songs that you could remember like what was the process or what were you thinking diba during writing those songs uh, well, uh wait as a songwriter, kasi parang I always, uh, I was heavily influenced by storytellers. Uh, you have your mm-hmm. Jeff Buckley's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Bob Dylan, uh, even like sa mga mabibigat na mga bands like let's say uh, 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 Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails or mm-hmm. maybe uh, uh, Chino Moreno from Deftones. Parang may kwento eh. Mm. Uh, may mga metaphors. They use metaphors a lot, pero in the end, parang it still ties in the the whole story of what they're trying to to uh, yung story ng kanta 
Kumbaga. Mm-hmm. So I kind of subscribe to that. Even like Saluka, like Eli Buendia is my all-time favorite. Oh, yeah. So parang may kwento eh. Parang nakikipagkwentuhan siya sa'yo. Alam mo yun. So parang yeah. I've always had that in my head. Francis M was the same. You know what I mean? So uh, so a lot of the, a lot of the, the songs was mainly uh, me telling a story of what we were going through. It was very collaborative when it came to that. Parang everybody in the band had their role. I wrote the song because mo- most of I wrote the song in its basic form. I, I tell the story because I was, unfortunately for them, I was their frontman and I had to mm-hmm. sing it. So I had to <laughs> sing. So- I had to sing something that I could relate to. So yeah. a lot of the stuff I could relate to were the stories that I know. Mm-hmm. And then, what's great about my bandmates, uh, kumbaga. They were also storytellers, but through their instruments. Kumbaga, it wasn't just a matter of putting chords for them. It was like ano yung emotion ng kanta, and they would fit the chords to to uh, yung emotion ng song, and even put even the intricate parts na parang to enhance like maybe a word in a line of the song na they put their uh, put an emphasis on that. Uh, note or that chord or maybe a hook mm-hmm. into it para lang ma-elevate yung kanta. So basically, kahit na wala yung lyrics, wala yung kumakanta, when you hear the music, it still captures that uh, emotion. Kumbaga. Mm-hmm. That's, what, sure. that, that's our formula kami as a band, mm-hmm. especially during that time. And you can only write what you know. And unfortunately, during that time, er, we were in our early 20s. Actually, I started writing for Urban Dub. I was 19. So most of the stuff that we wrote was bitterness and heartbreak. Pughugot, no? Grabe, no? Parang iba, iba talaga paghugot, eh, no? Drinking. Yeah, heartbreak. Yeah, heartbreak. Yeah. Heartbreak Kasi, make, good make for good songs talaga. And you'll see it naman also the progression of our albums. Like from, mm-hmm. the, from the beginning, it starts off. The first few albums was all bitterness and heartbreak. And then, all, and then midway through the albums that we released, it... It was already dabbling more on philosophies. There's a mm-hmm. good yeah. balance there, of both was, until we became an more political. Yep. And then up until our, the last album release, it was more philosophical already and esoteric. Dala sa edad. Experience yeah. and, then, Experience. Diba, sa and the evolution yeah. of, of, of the genres and your music as well. Now, yeah. when it comes to music, this is something I, I ask people that... that who are who have gone through who have gone through the stages? I mean, what was your indicator or kumer? Ano ba yung what is the turning point of shipping or when do you know when to release a song? Like for example, the song is fine, okay na to, maganda na yung hook, maganda na yung melody, maganda na yung chords, okay release na natin siya, record na natin, release na natin siya. Kasi a lot of people now, they're very much uh, paralyzed by perfection na parang, hindi, wait lang. Di ba? Yeah. Maraming ganun eh. Kahit ako, minsan may ganun ako eh. Parang before, yeah. I'll, I'll just write and then biglang iisip ko, teka, draft ko muna to. Baka meron ako maisip na bagong word or ibang pwedeng sabihin, how to narrate it. Now, when it comes to you guys and the process of from writing, creating, and then it's time to publish or release the song. Like, ano ba yan? After it's done, okay, release na? Or minsan nag hold back kayo kasi you have, there's, there's probably a better arrangement for it. Or uh, edit, or may revisions. No, um, our, our, 
rule of thumb is always capture that moment, that particular moment. Capture the moment. Okay. Kung ano yung moment na, na tapos nyo kanta na, and all members are all happy about it. So, nakabank na yun. Mm-hmm. If it's just a single, then ganun. Capture that moment and if you feel that it's good and then you feel good about it as a collective, then you, you release it. But in our case, since we, we we grew up in an era that still made albums, mm-hmm. <laughs> so each song are all the songs are interconnected in, in in a way. There's a theme, so the 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 challenge now is which songs to release first. Yo. In in what in what order? order? What 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 kind of story are we trying to tell here? Parang ganun. Mm-hmm. And then it boils down also na kasi it comes with it also the music videos and ano ba yung kwento ano ba yung what are we trying to say now mm-hmm. uh, as a body of work but now everyone's releasing singles so mm-hmm. yung sa akin dun, since it's single based na now capture that moment and if you feel na when you paminsan kasi yung artist mararamdaman mo naman talaga na ah okay to and then you release it you just have to get over that fear and then uh, or that an- anxiety now, hindi magugustan. Pero in the mm-hmm. end of the day, fuck, fuck it, diba? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's your art, diba? If yeah. if people don't like it, then parang, okay, gawa ulit, diba? And then, you know, uh, even the best songs, the hit songs that you can come up with, when once you release it, five years down the line, when you lo- listen back to it, parang, sana I did this, sana I did that. Kasi you Yo, also, you also yeah. evolve as a musician. You get better at your craft. You get better in terms of your understanding about how to approach music. Mm-hmm. So, parang when you hear it, parang ay, dapat ito na lang ginawa ko, dapat ganito ganito. So mm-hmm. with us, it happens. Na parang that's why when we have live shows, the album version is very different with the live version. Exactly. Kasi yeah. napansin ko yun, di ba? When I watch yeah. your, you know, the gigs, yung parang sabi ko, teka, parang hindi yun yung original na sound nun, eh, di ba? Parang it's, and it's, it's parang siyang remastered. Yeah, it keeps para, it fresh para, then also for the player. But yeah. you don't have to keep playing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. Because I, I, I mean, parang it seems like you answered my my follow-up question. Eh, parang was there ever a song that you could recall that you thought hit to, okay to, maganda to, then you release it as nagpap? Nah. Oh, para, yun, yeah. maraming ganun. Iba para And then when you released it. Parang it didn't get that yeah. much. Uh, parang parang you thought it would be a hit, and then yeah. all of a sudden the audience didn't really accept it that much. And it goes uh, it goes both ways. You have songs that parang w- was written so fast that parang ah, okay, it's just one of those songs. And then when it it was released, parang yun pa yun naghit. So it it can go both ways. It can go both ways. So yeah. at least ganon. At least uh, at least may 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 ganon din kayong experiences, yeah. Say a lot of uh, yun din naman eh. Most of the people I was able to talk to right before pa, lahat sila there were they had pieces of work that they thought was good and really yeah. good that wasn't yeah. really accepted by their audience. Yeah. And this is not just the, the the audience that we're trying to tap. I see audience na nila mismo. Kasi yeah. yung, 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 for example, this, there's this writer. He released a short story. Tapos akala niya magugustuhan ng fans niya or ng community niya. Biglang all of a sudden hindi pa yun yung 
I mean, it didn't. It it it, it bombed, diba? yeah. Then all of a sudden, he released something that was just spontaneous. Na nangyari sa kanya few weeks ago. Pag-release niya, tontuhay mga tarudon sa story yeah. because it was so relatable. Daw. So I'm like, okay, at least the same goes for for musicians. But diba? you can you can then, never you can never predict naman din kasi if your song is gonna be a hit or not. Kumbaga, <laughs> as an artist, parang kailangan you're just happy with your work. You know what I mean? And then Bala na si Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is exactly what what a lot of people, whether they want to venture into music, into sports, into whatever careers they want, is that there are certain things that are very unpredictable, yeah. but you still have to put in the work. You still have to go through the work. You still have yeah. to churn out work. Dahil yung iba kasi, yun, for a while, that was my problem. Buti na lang si Reese, she helped me get rid of it in the sense na you you don't have to be paralyzed by perfection. I mean, yeah. if it flops, it flops, it flops. If it doesn't, then, diba, good for you. Because yeah. if you voila, you'll end up not releasing anything. You'll end up not doing anything. Yeah. Diba? So at least ayon, yung uh, bagay. And then fast forward tayo. Um, the the band took a hiatus, and then how was it like going through a period of doing solo projects? Like, how was the thought process? I mean, did it allow you any kind of other... Did it provide you some sort of freedom? Were you able to express more? What What was the experience like? Like, what happened? What did it uh, allow you? The hiatus was both good and bad for us. The mm-hmm. hiatus came at a time that I think all of us really needed a break because we were putting in so much work for the past 15 years. Mm-hmm. Prior to us deciding to take a take a break, mm-hmm. uh, we were also having uh, personal problems. And not problems, but we, we we were also all going through our own personal uh, uh, our no, own personal, personal shit. Issues. Uh, oh. Personal issues, like in terms of like uh, some of us are our parents na uh-uh. uh, 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 our drummer at that time also, parang his wife. Uh, finally got a, a good job offer to mm-hmm. migrate to Australia as a nurse, okay. a head nurse in Australia. So um, we didn't want to stop that also because mm-hmm. that's a huge opportunity for him and his family. And at that time, but they were really trying to have a kid, mm-hmm. which we were happy. Naman na as soon they were having a heart, they they've been married for a while, and then I guess the stress of work. Oh. Stress of living here uh, really uh, hindered them from having them. that. Oh. But by the time that they moved to Australia, few months after, boom, they have a baby. Mm. So, parang blessing din siya. And then Lale was having two kids. I had uh, my son came out, and then uh, uh, John at that time was also dabbling in business. Mm-hmm. So um, we were also growing, uh, uh, changing our uh, how we thought about music. You know, so parang tara pahinga muna tayo before it got to a point that we were at each other's throats or there was resentment mm-hmm. you know what I mean um, before it started feeling like it was routine so we decided to just uh, uh, take a breather muna celebrate our 15th anniversary and then tara uh, break muna tayo which was mm. because John was able to express himself he was able to come up with his own band Mm. And become the songwriter and frontman because he's re- he's a really great songwriter as well on his own. So um, and then with me, naman, 
I had no plans of writing. Uh, I, I didn't want. I, I didn't want to do a solo project. Muna, I wanted to focus on family business. Muna and um, uh, and being a dad. Pero after a while, mga ngatika din talaga. Eh. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, these are. Uh, it's years and years of of physical, mental conditioning, and then masane yeah. ba so. And it was scary because so the challenge was uh, who am I as a songwriter outside of Urban Dub? If I, exactly. if, if I wanted to write something, I wasn't purposely, I didn't want to write anything that was ah, like Urban Dub, lang din, which is, mm. you know, um, a, a challenge for me because how, how will I write that's different from what I've done with my band? Mm. So... Uh, it was scary, pero parang I had a good producer, Eric Perlas, that helped me out. You know, important for any artist then have a good producer. Be, uh, yeah. You know, collaborate with someone. Yung ibare naman dun, like uh, I like the one with the music video dun sa sa underpass ng Kiapo. Visions, yeah. Visions, 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 Visions. I like yeah. Visions. And then the collabs with Autotelic, that was really good. I like the collabs with Autotelic. Yung... Uh, hindi alam. Y- hindi alam, and then you did guillotine with them. Yeah. That was that was good. Thank you. Uh, yung hindi alam. Hindi alam was... Si hindi alam, ano yan, tawag dito, uh, feel good music ko siya, driving from training. Thank so, you. Na, yeah. Kalaan, chill music, okay, hindi alam, play natin to. Tapos, it was written, isang, ano, uh, ginawa ni, ano yan, ng Autotelic there. Really great, uh, really good. Yeah, band. I like that. I like that band, si Autotelic. I mean, there are a lot of OPM bands right now. Um, I am admittedly starting to love OPM again because for a while, you they all started sounding the same, and then yeah. you would go to indie band places like Putaka Sagiho, diba? So, syempre. Iba, pahul, pupunta sa gihodal, pahul sila. Tapos, makikita mo. Kasi when you go to the indie scene, all of a sudden, they all, kasi the, the, ako, the way I understand it, di ba? I'm, I'm probably talking out of my ass right now. Pero, mm. if you go to the indie scene or you go to indie places, it's because you want to express yourself or this is yeah. the way you express your art through music. Mm. When, when you all start sounding the same, <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's either you're all hanging out together or you're copying each other's styles. Or diba? listening diba? to the same same influence, oh, same music. Because ah. there was a time, parang yung isang gabi na yun, parang pare-pareho yung tunog nilang lahat. So parang ako, okay, whatever. Dati, you go, you go to to these places and to other bars, alam mo, may konting distinction kahit pa paano, eh, diba? Yeah. You know, now, at least, ayan, um, I got stuck with, I mean, yeah, si Mayonis, then at least, yeah, si Ben and Ben came out. I mean, there are so many, there are so many talented OPM artists right now. Sobrang in, dami. Sobrang dami. And not just ako, here in Manila. It's, I, they're everywhere now. Everywhere. And, and you can hear all of them. Like, here in Manila, you have your Autotelics, you have your Ben and Ben's, Four of Spades, you have Unique, Clara Benin. You know what I mean? Clara Benino, Muni 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 or Muni. I, I, I like I like <laughs> Moira's pretty good. But like you have in in Cebu, you have bands like Intertwined or from 
illegal I think loop basta marami sila marami sila ngayon and ano and it's it, it, the, the genres are very ano maraming may hip hop there's electronic there's folk yeah. there's which is kind of exciting kaya okay lang din sa akin na parang there's a time it's part of the process then that each generation will have that kopyahan muna sila eh. mm-hmm. but eventually you you'll see who's the real the real ones yeah na bigla yeah. na lang you know everybody yeah. muna same same ground everybody's on the same soil and then makita mo lang who sprouts out you know what i mean mm-hmm. diba? without and then how do you deal with then was there a time that people actually like for example from the band life from the band years to the to your solo career down to going back or, or playing again and then for for Ikaw, from from your perspective, but I've been wanting to ask musicians this. Eh. I, I ask them privately, pero natin, How do you define a sellout? Sellout? Oh, uh, di ba? criticism again. They, they oh, mga sellout na yan. Oh, yeah. So, so from an artist's perspective or from musicians, how do you like? Meron bang nag-comment na oh, si Gab, di ubod up sellout na yan. Di na sila ano? Wala pa uh, naman. Well, we were we were in our early days. We were called sellouts, like even mm-hmm. with Urban Dub, because for us, parang they said na indie indie band kayo, but kayo biglang nag major label. Ayun, major, diba? major label okay. supposed to be supposed to be the enemy, right? Yeah. But for us, kumbaga, I don't think we're we're selling out because hindi naman namin kinompromise yung music namin. We never changed our music. Mm-hmm. We never changed our style. The for sure, we never let the the label dictate what we were gonna do. You know what I mean? So, parang how is that selling out? You know what I mean? Kumbaga, it depends. Eh. It depends on 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 what type of. For me, a sellout is somebody who's doing something that they don't want to do. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So at least yeah. ayan, malinaw, malinaw. Okay. Now, so from the music guy to the martial artist, how did you fit your training? Like, when did you start? Like, for example, because I I, I I knew you. Uh, everyone knew you, and I and ako personally as a fan of Urban Dub, I know you as the frontman. Pero I also know you as my friend from Jiu-Jitsu. So <laughs> how did you fit Jiu-Jitsu into everything? And when did it start? How did you meet? How did you end up in our team? Ah, uh, okay. I've always known. I've always heard about Deftak since the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always been in in uh, since uh, since I was very young. Mm-hmm. Actually, now it's kind of full circle for me because my son is seven, seven years old, okay. and he's, he loves martial arts. So, parang I get to do that with him, and then I used to do that, that also with that my is, with uh, with my dad. Okay. Kasi I grew up uh, doing martial arts. Una karate do, mm-hmm. and then when I moved, I I, I grew up in Manila, and then. Karate do, and then I when I went back to Cebu and uh, uh, was spending more time already with my dad. Uh, my dad, naman, grew up then with martial arts, uh, mm-hmm. judo and arnis through his mm-hmm. tito, tito and his cousins. I eventually trained with them. Mm-hmm. So you, tapos, especially during the 80s and 90s, it was all about Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, yeah. Karate Kid, de the, the action, diba? the action, the martial arts action films. Diba? La, la, it was all about martial arts. So, parang, mm. then you become aware of uh, 
yung mga gulo na nangyayari sa 90s. So, yan, mm-hmm. lumalabas na yung pangalan ng Death Talk. Diba? Sektarchan! Diba? The Sarian, Pasok Mga Days, and Bakbaka International. You'd hear that from your cousin. I'd hear a lot of that those stories from my cousin, older cousins. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yan, pare si ano, Alvin Aguilar. <laughs> so, okay. parang, ano, so, parang, uh, Ever since, especially when I moved from Cebu to Manila, I've always wanted to train with Deftak. Parang, mm-hmm. uh, but there was no way for me to find Deftak because all I knew about Deftak was it was based in Paranaque. Paranaque, yes. I was in QC, so mm-hmm. hindi ko alam, wala akong alam. So I eventually did boxing and Muay Thai na lang in one of these, uh, uh, in a gym near 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 Cubao, and then I saw na oh, may jujitsu. Just like everybody else, parang it started with UFC watching the first uh, first few first two UFCs, mm-hmm. and then may internet na so I was able to watch a lot of the Gracie in action stuff. Mm-hmm. Classic and yun na Gracie in action. Oh no, I even downloaded I downloaded all of it. Pati yung mga Greg Kukuch and Henzo Gracie, Gracie videos. Wala. So I really wanted to jujitsu. I knew Deftak had a, a program na jujitsu, pero Paranaque so malayo. And it was funny kasi I, the, the the gym I was training at na boxing and Muay Thai, may jiu-jitsu. So sabi ko, pwede ko ba subukan? Eh, I was already watching videos. Yung coach na nagturo, I remember it clearly na tinuruan niya ako ng Amerikana. Pero basta ito yung gawin mo. Sabi ko, ano tawag dito? Hindi, ah, basta yan. yan, yan basta gawin yan. Mo. Basta yan. Yes. Basta ganyan. So after, ah, hindi na ako babalik dito. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. And then through through some divine providence, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a gig in Capone's Valero, old school, Makati. Grabe, Capone's. Capone's, di ba? Oh. And uh, okay. a, a very, very drunk Richard Lesprilia was there. Lesprilia? Then he was wearing a t-shirt oh, with the Tasmanian oh. devil. Oh. Na, tapos wala siyang sapatos. <laughs> so I was like, it's it's the champ, URCC yeah, champ. Yeah, yeah. So I was introduced to him. Because yeah. he was a reigning uh, champ at that time. Yeah. So I was like, I was introduced to him, and I was like, kentuhang uh, kami, and then uh, I I'm, I'm such a huge fan of yours, and then I've always wanted to train with Deftak. Pero putang ina, layo niya nasa paranyaki kyo. Tagasan ka ba? Tagasa nga ba? Sabi ko, uh, QC, sa may teacher's village. Eh, puta na, puta ka sa EDSA. Andun si Fritz. So, I I, I knew about Fritz because uh, light heavyweight champ. He was also champ. fighting, yeah, yeah. Yeah, light heavyweight champ. So, parang, I was like, talaga, saan si EDSA? So, he told me about Parkhouse. Oh, Deftak so, EDSA. Deftak EDSA. So, that was my first, uh, so, immediately, the the following night, I, I, I got the number, called up Fritz, and then he said, just come down the gym, and then, uh, check it out if it's something that you want to you wanna do? Very next classic, night, I went. Classic park house, no? Park, park house. house. And then, ganito siya classic. When I came into the into the to the gym, Richard was there. Richard Desprilia, Alan Co was there. He was welterweight champ. Uh, Tofi was still a Tofi Lagan was still a blue belt. Mm. Franz Altereos was there. Papi Lipitan was there. Yeah. Fritz was, was there. Carl. So all, all everyone. The North OG boys. So I was like, wow. This is a cool gym, and I was like, mm. I was eager to train. And then Fritz was like, "See, Fritz, naman was like, uh, 
his cool self. He was like, uh, so you want to learn jujitsu? So mm. yeah, okay, sit there, watch. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So my first training session was I was sitting on the couch watching all of them train for the whole night. <laughs> so so the next night pa ako naka train. <laughs> It's such a deaf talk thing to, to like, even come in on sa South. It's like, that yeah. was the first, oh, you want to do this? Okay, sit down there. Not uh, gonna, like, oh, sit down there, you watch. The <laughs> first training mo talaga is the following day. First training the following day. And I remember it. I remember it because my first, my first role was Tofi Ilagan. Yeah. <laughs> so, if anybody who's experienced rolling with Tofi knows. Uh, <laughs> It's, he will smash it's you. A, it's a valuable, heavy learning experience. experience yeah. uh, and he was blue belt, pa na, and the, oh, the smooth black he belt that a, he is now. And this was a time now. He was a competitive blue belt. He was a blue belt. Yeah. He was actively, he was actively competing. Yeah. And that led to him uh, leading the way for the creation of Project Lifestyle Manila. Na. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, okay. So there's just a, from first training, then... Now you're then, a brown belt. You're now you're a brown belt. And how was that journey? Like how was that journey from? Sabi na natin natin white belt years. Kasi white belt years ane yun eh. Sponging years man eh. Yeah. From blue belt. Sige, let's segment it per belt. So from blue belt to purple, blue to purple. Given how life gets in the way, how how you had to fit in. You had to fit in eh. You had to sneak in training. Na, yeah. eh. Kasi yeah. You had to sneak in training because of your busy schedule and we only get to see each other. It's either pag magi or CC, pag merong yeah. event, or mm-hmm. pag may tournament. Diba? Uh-huh. Then during that time, uh, you were so busy. How, yeah. how, how did you cope or how did you deal with Because especially now, masyadong critical si Blue Belt. A lot of people quit at Blue Belt. Because I wanted either... to quit at Blue Belt. <laughs> <laughs> Why? My, to be honest, my only goal at that time was to get to Blue Belt. That, that was okay. it. That was my only goal to get to Blue Belt. But eventually, parang when the bug hits you, wala, mm. it becomes part, Jiu-Jitsu becomes uh, a part of you. And then, parang, yun na, tinuloy-tuloy ko na lang. You know what I mean? Kumbaga, all I wanted to ach- achieve in Jiu-Jitsu was to be able to hang with the with the guys in the gym. Kumbaga, to be able to roll with them na hindi naman ako mukhang kulela. That was it. Because a lot of the other guys like sila Raymond, uh, Virilia, or sila Tofi, and all the guys I, I rolled with, gagaling eh. So parang, yeah. for, for me lang, as long as I can just hang with them. With them. Like kasi, give them a hard time and then get, or hold your own. Or just give them a challenge. Give them, give them naman na hindi naman sila bore, hindi sila mabubore na karol ako. Mm-hmm. That was my only goal. Because... For me, music talaga yung una. So, mm-hmm. my, my, all my focus talaga was uh, my band. And then, jujitsu was something na I could do for myself for in terms of fitness and health na I don't have to lift weights because I hate mm-hmm. lifting weights. Mm-hmm. So, I can't play basketball for shit because I'm mm-hmm. short. <laughs> so, jujitsu was the best uh, oh. alternative. Now, you can actually roll, you can spar 100% without you know, getting brain damage. Yeah, that's true. That is <laughs> yeah. true. That is true. Yeah, hey, people listening, 100%. Yeah. You yeah, can then... roll 100% without... But you get broken bones, so a lot... <laughs> if you don't tap, if you if don't you tap, you, you get injured. Because yeah? yeah. eh, um, 
I thought this was gonna be a little bit easier now, but apparently with the popularity of jujitsu and people yeah. are get to it more, na realize mga tao cool na siya. The transition from white belt to blue belt was very. It's it's a lot easier. I mean, for me personally, it's a lot easier because everyone's now? eager. Yeah, now. Yeah, say, now, yeah. Say for example, me when I teach classes like white belts to blue belts, the transition is easy because you just feed them, feed them, feed them. They'll accept, accept, accept. And then if they get beaten down, so sabi andalin sabi hindi white belt lang kasi ako eh, di ba? Yeah. But now, for some weird reason. Once people get their blue belts, from blue belt to purple belt, it becomes a lot harder, or the challenge is there because at blue belt, you're you're good enough to beat white belts, but not really good enough to 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 challenge purple and brown belts. Yun yun yeah. eh. So medyo tumat kaya kaya mataas yung mortality rate ni blue belt kasi you're at that mental state wherein akalamu magaling ka na pero turns out hindi pa pala or may kulang pa pala. And yeah. for some, that was the end goal, right? That was the end yeah. goal. So at least ikaw, you were able to you were able to segmentize training, and at least ayan, you said you were doing it for yourself. Yeah. It was your me time, kumbaga. Yeah. It was something I could do na uh, art related, but mm-hmm. I didn't have to share it with my bandmates. You know what I mean? It was exactly. Me. You know what I mean? And then how was how was I mean, if we're, I mean, the, 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 more or less, yeah. I hope we could co- put this into context of people who are not jujitsu guys yet or jujitsu people yet. How was expressing yourself through jujitsu compared to expressing yourself through music? I think it's, uh, um, it's related. Uh, the way I play is also the same way I, ex- parang, the more I've been, been training jujitsu, parang the personality that I have. Uh, also comes out in how I I play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? how I express myself through my music. Parang it kind of mirrors how I I also play say, jujitsu. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because so, oh, that's what that's what I tell people. Eh. Parang you will ex you will sooner or later, if not if not sooner, you will express yourself in the most honest possible way. You're gonna yeah. express yourself in all honesty when it comes to jujitsu. Because yeah. That that old jujitsu cliche na na the mats don't lie or or, yeah. or diba? you're gonna expose yourself to yourself. Sobra. When you when you when you do jujitsu. So, Sobra. So yun yung yun yung pinaka. I I mean for me that's by far the best definition of how to describe or the best way I could define and describe jujitsu to people who don't understand it. You know, it's a good it? ego check. Jiu-jitsu is the best ego check, especially in my line of work. Na para, <laughs> it's easy to get lost, especially if you if you get to a certain point in your career. Na parang sometimes you get lost in it. Na parang mm-hmm. you start believing your hype, your own, ano, and then it takes a toll on you sometimes. Na parang ano na ah, kasi ikaw si ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Mm-hmm. But when I step into that match, wala. Mm-hmm. You know, you're kakainin ka ng buhay ng mga teammates. <laughs> Ah uh, okay. Ah uh, you 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 ain't shit, dude. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a good it's a good uh, it's it's a grounding experience. That's why I love jujitsu so much. That it it keeps you grounded. It keeps your ego in check. Na parang ito yung realidad. You know, hinahawakan ka. Oh, what are you gonna do now? <laughs> exactly. No. Oh my god. At least yeah. At least we get to talk about it. Because I mean, um, like for in your 
in your point of view or how would you answer this in such a way na kasi it's so hard to what do you think is the reason why jiu-jitsu hasn't blown up in this country the way it has with other countries like for example ako, i went I, i go to other asian countries jiu-jitsu is so big there kasi oa yung so big pero you go to a gym and there are like 200 300 students para ako okay but hindi ganito sa Pilipinas. <laughs> diba? What do you think is the reason or is it something social or cultural in, uh, in... basketball? Just basketball is still heavily ingrained. Yeah. It's still the number one sport in our country. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I I think, you know, sometimes siguro things happen uh naturally. So, especially now that It's so easy to access YouTube videos about jiu-jitsu, yeah. and then with UFC popularity, the the popularity views is getting bigger and bigger. Siguro yeah. kung umabot tayo sa point that we actually have a homegrown UFC champion, that is and then That's if true. we have that, kung it will open people's. If we have like a Manny Pacquiao level in the UFC mm-hmm. uh, type of uh, fighter, and then people will start getting to notice the ground game more, or mm-hmm. or, or be more interested in aspects of MMA like jiu-jitsu or wrestling and stuff like that and the baka lumaki mas lumaki pa pero not right now it's really big for me it's big huh? because we came mm-hmm. from a generation that the only video that you could actually watch was Artie Suave <laughs> the Artie Suave Suave na documentary documentary yeah. nila Marcelo Tapos, Garcia kailangan kailangan pumuntang Green Hills kailangan pumuntang Green Hills diba ano yung ano ano nga ba yung nakalimutan ko na tuloy kung ano yung story na yon kung san san ka bibili ng mga downloaded na yeah yeah all CDs, those artist swabi one artist swabi two mas okay exactly. pa first one tas may mga bikini girls pa na pang oh. <laughs> <laughs> may bikini girls na pang cut between pang-cut fighters pang cut mo pang cut mo, oh, uh, mo siya parang yun afro, yung commercial mo laki ng oh, afro yun. ni ano ni Marcelo Garcia laki pa yung afro niya <laughs> so mga stuff but now when you click on YouTube and dami mga and dami ng mga iba-ibang uh, things that you can watch is different it, documentaries the the basketball thing is very good it's yeah. a very good answer ako rin, i i really believe that we just put too much coverage on i mean i love basketball i, I play basketball pero yun nga eh para we need we need more ako, and it's not just jiu-jitsu i wish they could we could cover more sports at least ngayon nakikita natin si volleyball medyo may coverage na si volleyball si volleyball mataas na yung following ni volleyball ngayon di ba pero so, ano nga eh kasi the reason why i asked you that dahil ito yun ah i did a self defense seminar sa UP Diliman mm-hmm. okay. this was recent this was recent yeah. uh, before the ano to before the siguro several months before the whole covid thing happened um it was mga second year to ah second year college people So the it was around 40 kasi org thing siya. It was an org thing. So people will come were coming in and out. Pero the the average or the range was between 40 to 60 people. So these were like college students. And so I did a self defense seminar there and then I said, "Okay, who anybody here who knows what jiu-jitsu is?" Walang nagtaas ng kamay. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." So sabi ko, "How about How about MMA? Sabi ko, anybody here who 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 knows or has heard about MMA? Merong pitong nagtaas ng kamay. So, 
apat na lalaki, tatlong babae. Mm-hmm. So tinanong ko, okay, anong what what, what do you anong what, what is your how do you know MMA? And then the the guy said Connor the guy said Connor McGregor and the girl said Ronda Rousey. Oh well, yeah. So we go. So the, I I I had I imagine I got confusion during that time because parang okay I when I thought that roaming around or 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 being in the martial arts scene I thought na okay nakikita ko sa tournaments and dami nang sumasali and dami yeah. ng, and daming nanonood na ng MMA comp- ng MMA events mas marami pa palang that was an eye opener for me to be honest na and dami pa palang walang alam so para yeah. sabi ko seriously sabi ko walang joke ah. you've never heard of the word jujitsu sab maralat sila what is that and these are college students yeah so parang ako okay untap <laughs> so, market untap market hindi ba untap market talaga siya <laughs> Yeah. which is good. And when I talk about when I said self defense, it was ano. Uh, alam mo so I I don't understand. Sabi ko ano pinapanood niyo? Sabi ko, syempre, it was all the K-pop stuff and the K-dramas yeah. and the and the Netflix shows. Sabi ko, mm-hmm. okay. Pero I'm like like for example, you go to John, you watch John Wick, sabi ko, you see the things that he was doing that. That was jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Ah, ganun pala 'yun. Pati yung Nicochillo, sabi ko. Ah, oh, may may part doon, sabi ko. <laughs> you go watch Altered Carbon, the stuff that he was doing there, that's jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So, I mean, it gave me a perspective na just when we thought na na it's not that it's growing. Yeah. But are a lot more like sobrang dami pa palang hindi alam to. Yeah. And and for me to to realize na okay sa ibang bansa ang daming black belts dito sa Pilipinas like we're 105 million Filipinos and there are only like 50 black belts in the Philippines yeah there's there's so much room for growth there's so much room for growth yeah and but I, but consider where we at now since 2006 when we only had one black belt exactly <laughs> so <laughs> diba, it's, it's, it's Steady growth. It, steady growth, which I'm happy about, naman, because like, chepre, like you also want to see the sport that you love, na parang it mm-hmm. gets bigger and bigger, and then uh, hopefully we will get to a point where um, magkaroon na ng mas magkaroon ng industry, because that's a whole new way for us to uh, parang express ourselves, right? That is true. Mas maraming manood, true. more ways na people can be more creative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is nice because now you see like a lot of local brands popping out that make yeah, keys and ano so parang nakakainganyo din and it's nice to be part of seeing the growth, di ba? Mm-hmm. Well, that's then, just my perspective at least. And yeah, that's true. As in, especially now people um, like the new breed of students that with the new teammates that we're getting, the new students that are enrolling, a lot of them now think of it as their stress relief activity. Yeah. Diba? It's it's how hey, ikaw, how about you was this aside from being a stress relief does this like going through the trainings and the things that you learn during training does it does it help you through how you process things like yes. how has martial arts training in general helped you process things from handling problems to solving uh, life decisions or or handling people communicating. Um. 
para ayun as, as cliche as it may sound it gives you a certain level of self confidence mm-hmm. uh, it keep but it also keeps your ego in check and then at the, uh, uh, before when I started ang, ang sole motivation then was to learn self defense mm-hmm. but now that as I grew older now that I'm a dad ang motivation is to learn the art so I can pass it on to my kid which is happening now so that is, that so is awesome na, man <laughs> nakaka, na, 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 it changes then as as you go along your journey mm-hmm. parang it, it changes and then so it keeps you level headed in that sense so stress relief uh, uh, it's something that for for me at least personally parang it's something i can do outside of uh, yung character that i've built for myself in in mm-hmm. in my career mm-hmm. kumbaga kung sino ako kilala ako as urban dub when i go when i step into the gym like that's just me being me in jujitsu. Yeah. there's a separation, but so I can take a breather from who I'm supposed to be in other people's eyes, and I can just be myself here. Mm-hmm. So it was like a really good form of release. It was, uh, yeah, it was it was a good grounding experience. Like, mm. like at least it gave you a sense of belongingness and community, and yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of the things that, na, a lot of a lot. Dinaman a lot, parang majority of people that are enrolling now, or at least in in the academies that I handle, a, a lot of them are very appreciative of the people. Mm. I mean, this is something that this is something that I want to share as much as in I I'm not really promoting jujitsu as jujitsu nae. Parang I'm I'm more of community sh- sharing the community. Like, yeah, you have. You have amazing people here. You have good people in here. Yeah, yeah. So it, it fosters that goodness. It fosters that that positivity, and mm. yun yung that's what that's what's carrying everyone right now. Like for yeah. I, I, at least ako, I could say with with our team, but we all have chapter na chat groups. Everyone's communicating. Everyone's talking. Everyone yeah. nakupulitan pa rin. So at least yeah. they don't feel alone. They don't feel na now we're in as much as we are all inside we don't feel isolated yeah so we don't lalo na sa deftak pag deftak makukulit oh oh diba <laughs> makukulit lahat ng tao kaya, kaya parang at least it helps it helps everyone get through yeah yeah, yeah. diba kasi I, I like for example i go to certain meetings like ngayon everyone's talking through technology parang people who are living alone in their condos they, they're struggling a bit or yeah uh, they're lonely. Basically, yeah. that's it. Lonely. Yeah. But at least, napapansin ko the people in our team that are living in in that are living alone in their condos. They're not as lonely. Yeah. If not all, because all they had to all they have to do is be connected through through communication. And yeah. So far, the mga chat rooms that I've mm-hmm. that I am involved with, sobrang active siya. Asin may yeah. nag may nagpapadala ng kono ng memes, anong nakatawang. Yeah. During, especially during times like this, importante siya. Yeah. It's a small thing, but it's, I mean, it's important, especially to these people. And how about you? Do you, have you realized anything? Or what are you, anong realizations mo with this whole pandemic thing happen? It doesn't matter who you are. Nobody's, you know, parang even all the jobs that we thought were cool, in just one snap, everything is can be taken away from you. 
Alam mo, totoo yan. Parang okay. nangyong like all of a sudden, okay, this job doesn't matter naman pala. Okay, this, that, that one, job doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Naman pala, ano yan, or it's not as relevant. Yeah, uh, you're, 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 if you think you're famous, it's just an illusion because like, you can't do anything, you know what I mean? Kumbaga, parang, uh, uh, eye-opener talaga yung nangyari din now that everybody's like, forced to stay home and like really parang look in inwards na parang mm-hmm. w- what matters most ba in the end it's family diba mm-hmm. kasama mo pamilya mo everybody's uh trying to be to stay safe and then you we want to make sure that you keep your family safe and then yung day to day how are you guys, how are you going to survive now na walang walang trabaho or wala uh, there's no income coming in and you're it's all cash out mm-hmm. cash out cash out because yeah exactly you know, you know parang I mean? ano siya eh, parang priorities have shifted. Shifted and changed. Diba? Ah. And like, okay, ako, like, to be honest, like the first week I was like, okay, people are still going out. I'm still mm-hmm. going to work. Yeah. Diba? Then biglang, I remember when when there was a notice na na baka mag-lockdown na. Mm-hmm. Nandun pa lang tayo sa usapan na yun. I just had this urge to to kasi we, we were all scattered in the ano eh, so para sabi ko teka kailangan ko sunduin yung so i i told my brother bro, sabi ko we kakagad then everyone let's all go home picked up mm. picked up my mom and then i was like i think i think magla-lockdown na and then all of a sudden buti na lang pala ginawa namin yun kasi yeah nag-announce sila they're going to close borders yeah. <laughs> like, <shit>. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, good thing we did this. And then now you see, you see that the change in priorities of people. Nakita mo ngayon who, what are their points of view talaga? <laughs> How do they perceive yeah. this whole this whole event? Yeah. Um, so mo makikita hanggang saan ba yung patience mo talaga? Ano ba yung <laughs> up, to, up to what point are you are you gonna allow certain things? So it's a no. It's a. I don't know. How do we? What do you think? Like after this, what is gonna be? Because I tweeted this a while ago. I I refuse to say that this is the new normal. Because it's it's like conditioning your brain. Na parang okay, wala na. We're not gonna we're not gonna <laughs> be going out anymore as much. Yeah. Diba? There wasn't. There isn't gonna be. We're not gonna hug as much. We have to. We have to maintain a certain level of distance. And everyone kasi is saying it from from media to 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 social media posts. I'm like, this is the new normal. This is the new yeah. normal. I'm like, no. I'm like, this is not the new normal. This is this is human adaptation. Yeah. We're adapting to what's happening. But when you say that this is the new normal, you're gonna carry it over after they lift this whole quarantine thing. So I'm like, I mean Ikao, do you do you share the same thing or do you think that there will be a shift uh i can only speak for myself diba but say i don't know how other people will re- react especially if ever ma, ma- lift ang ang, uh, ang ang quarantine or ang lockdown mm. hopefully it does and hopefully mm-hmm. soon pero for me it's more parang a better understanding or more a better appreciation on being outside or outdoors mm-hmm. and not well, not, not, not saying Siguro if I start playing again, kumbaga, it will have a, 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 
though I really I, I've always appreciated when I get a chance to perform and play mm-hmm. with and the audience is watching and they respond well. But I think it's gonna be even more heightened now mm-hmm. more than ever. Dahil for the longest time that's uh yung personality ko and who I am as a person was tied to that. Eh. Mm-hmm. So no walayon for how long it has it been, diba? So once it comes back, mas ma appreciate kyun na mas lalo. And then on 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 the flip side, parang I'm doing this, I'm doing this job because like I wanna earn because now the appreciation for taking my family somewhere outdoors. Mm. Yung, yung, uh, more trips, more more uh, times, more adventures, family, more adventures. Na, because before it was always just work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. Si kailangan natin to kailangan. Natin. Pero yung time okay. na na parang realize mo rin na oh, kailangan din na you know breathe breathe in the fresh air. Yeah. Uh, have that those quality times na na kayo lang na walang halong problema sa bahay or problema uh-huh. sa trabaho. Walang you know. You know, have have more time like that rather than just work, 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 work. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that is the most predominant na ano talito opinion with regards to ako na naman. I could only speak for myself and our teammates. Para when all this is over, let's all go on a trip or para yeah. yun di yung ano nila. Eh, parang a lot of the family guys para I'm I'm gonna take my family out on a trip or we'll exactly. go to the beach. Because yeah. parang it's not because they were inside the house too long, but the the main consensus was why did why did it take for something like this to happen before we appreciated yeah. the opportunity to go somewhere else? Mm. Even even us here in our family, I go like you know, like we're we're I mean we're fine, we're fine, yeah. we're okay. But when this is all over. Yeah. That 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 beach trip we've always planned on on yeah. shelving because we had to do this work work thing. Yeah. Let's just do it. You know, let's just do it. Yeah, and it puts yeah. you puts you in a pers- It puts you more. It gets you more focused now. Na mm-hmm. ano bang yung in actually reaching certain goals. Like if your goal is to take your your family out on trips now, must must na focus mo na kasi yun talaga kasi dapat ang nangyayari. You know what I mean? Mm. That you have that quality time now. So when you work, it's not because you're trying to achieve something to be famous or to mm-hmm. or to or what not. Pero yung end yung end goal nung talaga is yung time and and yung time na you can spend with your family doing something that's uh, productive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. If that makes sense. If it makes We're, sense. <laughs> let's let's wrap this up, brother. Okay, now. Okay, brother. Any any ano? Any any brands you want to plug your your uh, what are you your pages? Are you managing uh, artists now? Yes, uh, a Nemesis Music Group. Uh, yeah, we handle Urban Dub, uh, Fast Pitch. They're a really great band. They have a uh, and then Autotelic. They have a new single out, uh, Ikaw. <laughs> and then Fast Pitch is currently writing their new album. And then. Um, uh, urban dub, uh, matatanda pa rin kami. <laughs> uh, 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 JB, JB, uh, we're celebrating our 20th year. We're supposed to be celebrating our 20th year in the industry this mm-hmm. year. Pero that is lockdown, amazing. Eh. Wala eh. Post-quarantine. <laughs> Post-quarantine. Lahat ng plinano namin, namin to celebrate 20 years talagang erase. Pero, eh, so. pero grabe yun. Ah. Like so many events, so many... Tanggal. 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 
Tanggal lahat. Yeah. And then what? What else? JB Music Philippines. I want to. Uh, they're our uh, long-time sponsor. And then uh, check out their pages. And then uh, Simian Athletics. Uh, Simian Athletics. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. That's it, bro. Uh, thank you thank so you much brother. for doing this, brother. Thank you Salamat. so much for doing this. And that is what Coach Franco says. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm gonna stop. Coach Francis would like to thank our partners for making this episode happen. Nuts and Crosses. For your gi, no gi, MMA, and streetwear, order your items on their Facebook and Instagram pages. I want coffee. For delicious locally sourced beans for your daily brew. Order yours now on their Facebook and Instagram pages, spelled A-W-O-N, coffee. I'd like to thank Gatorade, because nothing beats Gatorade. Now for the best jiu-jitsu... Training out there, check out Deftak Rockwell, Deftak Makati. And if you're over here in the South, try out Deftak Better Living. Book your classes on their Facebook and Instagram pages. Check out the best and the latest news about the local martial arts 